What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Welcome into the College Pick'em Program. This is the third bowl game edition of the College Pick'em Program, and what a bowl season it has been so far. Of course, all of your local teams, KU, K-State, Amazoo, played this past week, and uh, congrats to them for making their bowls, getting, I know for KU fans especially, getting to back-to-back bowl games for the first time in 15 years, and they got their first bowl win in 15 years as well. They made it to their bowl last year, couldn't quite get the win. So congrats to KU, nine wins on the season for the Jayhawks, which a lot of people said couldn't happen, and uh, they got it done with Jason Bean at quarterback, threw for 449 yards, threw for six touchdown passes, a bowl record for Kansas so overall, man, what a season for the Jayhawks. I don't need to get too much in on the Jayhawks since they already played their game, but just wanted to give a hat tip to them on winning their bowl game and uh, Jason being the super senior on coming back to Kansas and having a great show in the guaranteed rate bowl in their big win over UNLV. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. It is... Your college pick'em program, not the last bowl edition, because we will do a college football playoff national championship edition next weekend. But we've got eight games, excuse me, nine games to talk about on today's show. We're going to be going through talking about the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. You've got the Music City Bowl, the Capital One Orange Bowl, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, the Real Quest Bowl, the, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, I just, I'm using all the technical terms for these. That's obviously just the Fiesta Bowl. Come on now. The Verbo Fiesta Bowl, come on. Nobody thinks of it like that. It's the Fiesta Bowl or the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Come on. Tostitos, pony up that money. Get your sponsorship. Anyway, you got the Fiesta Bowl. You've got the Citrus Bowl. And then, of course, you got both college football playoff semifinal games. You've got Alabama, Michigan in the Rose Bowl. And you've got Texas and Washington in the Sugar Bowl. So let's get going. Let's start it off with the games that are happening on Saturday, December 30th. That is today. Let's get into it. Let's just go right down the list. Got an 11 o'clock game, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 3.30 here on the 30th. So let's get into it. Let's get into these games. You've got Ole Miss, number 11 in the nation taking on number 10 Penn State in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So this one this one is uh it should be a really good game first of all. Both of these teams 10 and 2 on the season. Ole Miss played great down the stretch. They have a really solid quarterback in Jackson Dart and they've been uh not that it helps them in this game but they've been really diving into the transfer portal doing very well there. So Lane Kiffin doing what he does in recruiting but Penn State they just keep winning games. When it's not against Michigan and Ohio State, they just seem to win every game, which is exactly what happened this year, last year, I think the year before that. They just win 
ball games. 10-2 and two on the season. Like I said, their only losses were to Ohio State and Michigan. And, of course, Michigan undefeated in the college football playoff. Ohio State, one loss in the regular season, and their only loss was to Michigan. So you've got two teams, really top-tier teams, in the Big Ten and the SEC. These are probably, I would say, Ole Miss is either the third or fourth best team, depending on who you talk to, depending on the day. Uh it could be you could say Mizzou is the third best team. You could say LSU is the third best team. Uh, so maybe Ole Miss anywhere between three and five in the SEC. Penn State for sure the third best team in the Big Ten. So they're battling it out in the Peach Bowl. Eleven a.m. kickoff on ESPN. Penn State is a four and a half point favorite in this game, and I understand why that is. It just seems like you know you you look at what the Big Ten does, and they usually have a pretty good bowl season. SEC, sometimes it's up and down with the SEC, depending on the year. And this year, the SEC was pretty top-heavy, and then they had some bad teams at the bottom. So we're looking at this. Can the top two hitters, when they're punching back and forth, who's going to get it done? Ole Miss just has a fantastic offense. They can they can have a shootout with anybody. You saw it with LSU. You saw it with Alabama. You saw it with Auburn. You saw it with plenty of teams throughout the year for Ole Miss. They they were getting into some shootouts. Penn State, on the other hand, they are a defensive-minded team. So if they can get some stops on Ole Miss early, put some doubt in their head that they can't get it done, that's when you got to think, all right, this is going to be a Penn State type of game where the defense gets after it, they get their running game going, and they try to make it an, an ugly game. I think... For this one, when you see Penn State go against a Michigan, against an Ohio State, yeah, they hung with them for a while, but then the better team ends up winning. I think that for this game, Jackson Dart, the quarterback at Ole Miss, is just going to do a little bit too much with his legs. Of course, with his arm, he's a great passer as well. So I think they're going to have trouble containing Jackson Dart, and I think Ole Miss can pull off the upset. I'm not going to say it for, I'm not going to say to pick them outright. But if you can get them, if you can get Ole Miss plus four and a half in this game, go ahead and do it. I'm taking Ole Miss plus four four and a half over Penn State in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. All right, the next game on the slate today, you've got the Music City Bowl. Of course, that's happening in Nashville. Uh, Auburn and Maryland, another matchup of SEC against Big Ten. Auburn, of course, out of the SEC, Maryland out of the Big Ten. Auburn finished 6-6 six and six on the season while Maryland was 7-5. and five. This is a 1 o'clock kickoff on ABC or ESPN+. Plus. Auburn is a 6.5-point favorite in this game over Maryland. And you look at what happens in some of these bowl games. I know we talked about it the last couple of weeks, but you got to look at the transfer portal. you got to look to see who's opting out for the NFL. And in this case... You really got to be careful because I would think Maryland with a 7 and 5 record might be the favorite in this game over a 6 and 6 Auburn. However, Maryland's quarterback opted out so that he could uh, focus on the NFL draft. So, Maryland is going to be with their backup quarterback in this game and that's why the spread is leaning toward Auburn. Auburn is a six and a half point favorite now over Maryland because we aren't sure who's going to be stepping up and playing for Maryland in this game at quarterback. It was uh, Tua Tagovailoa's brother 
Talia Tagovailoa. <laughs> he was the one that was the starting quarterback all year for Maryland. Had a great year, almost 3,500 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, quarterback rating around 75. So Maryland's going to be missing the big key piece to their offense. And I just think Auburn is going to get it done because of that. So I agree that the the odds makers put it uh, that Auburn would win this game by a touchdown. I think that that sounds about right. Give me Auburn minus six and a half over Maryland. All right, here's a game that should be pretty interesting. Two teams that thought that they would be getting into the college football playoff going into the final week of the regular season. Georgia, number six in the nation, facing Florida State, number five in the nation. Georgia's only loss on the season was to Alabama in the SEC title game. Florida State didn't lose a single game this year. They're 12-0 and on the season. 13-0, excuse me. They won the ACC championship game. Florida State, 13-0, Georgia 12-1. They're going up against each other in the Orange Bowl. This is a 3 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. But Georgia is a 20-point favorite in this game. That's right. I mean, you look at this, and Georgia had this huge winning streak going before they lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game. Florida State still undefeated. However, Florida State lost their starting quarterback. That's one reason why people think that they did not get into the college football playoff. Really, that's the only reason that the committee did not put them in because they didn't think that they had their full slate of players to go play for a championship, which it really does kind of suck for your uh, Florida State, the players, the coaches, the fans. I mean, they did everything they needed to do. They won every game. They were 13-0. and but because their quarterback got hurt, they said, you know what? Your, your team isn't full strength. We're not putting you in. And they end up putting Alabama in over Florida State. And I don't like that. I think Florida State should have been in it. But because they were relegated to the Orange Bowl, which is still a really good bowl. It's one of the top-tier bowls. They were relegated to the Orange Bowl. And even their backup quarterback, who'd started the last couple of games, decided he was going to jump into the transfer portal. So now Florida State is on their third-string quarterback. Lost a couple of other players to opt-outs as well. Meanwhile, Georgia had their quarterback announce that he's coming back for another season. Uh, Georgia has a lot of guys that, yes, will be opting out to go get ready for the NFL, but they have the next, uh, they have the next man up mentality here. And it's like... You, you you know that Georgia, even their second string, third string guys, they're going to be able to compete with Florida State and most of their first stringers, even though Florida State does have the third string quarterback in there. It makes sense why Georgia is a 20-point favorite in this game. So despite the, the big spread, I am going to go Georgia. I think Georgia is going to be very upset that they didn't make it in. They're upset that Alabama snuck in and beat them in the SEC championship game, and they're going to go out to prove a point over Florida State. Now, Florida State wants to prove a point and finish the season undefeated, say we deserve to be in it, but Georgia's going to be out there to prove a point as well. They're better athletically. They have the better team. They're deeper, and I think that they can go out there and win this game and win it big. I'm going to go Georgia covering that big 20-point spread over Florida State. All right, one more game. One more game on this Saturday slate for you before we get to the games that are coming up on January 1st. Let's get into it. The last one, 
the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, which has been kind of entertaining the last couple of years. I've watched it on their broadcast. It is kind of fun to watch. But you've got Toledo, 11-2 and on the season, facing Wyoming, who is uh, 8-4 on the season. Wyoming's a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Toledo had a few transfers which I think is why Wyoming is the eight and four favorite, or uh, the favorite as the eight and four team, the three and a half point favorite. Even though there has been some opt outs, I'm going to lean Toledo in this one. I think that they're just they're tired of being the underdog. They they don't want to be the little brother from the smaller conference to to get put down anymore. I think Toledo gets it done. I think that I, I'm at least taking him to cover. I'm going to do the Toledo plus three and a half in this one over. Wyoming. All right, that's it for the Saturday slate. You've got the Peach Bowl with Ole Miss and Penn State, Music City Bowl with Auburn and Maryland, Orange Bowl with Georgia and Florida State, and Toledo and Wyoming wrapping up the day with the Arizona Bowl, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about all the games happening on January 1st. You've got a lot of good games, and you're not going to want to miss it coming up here on College Pick'em Program here on KCMO Talk Radio, 95.7 FM in Kansas City. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real. Because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome back into the College Pick'em program here on KCMO Talk Radio. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Thanks for tuning in today. Appreciate it. As always, we are diving in to the last day of bowl games. Of course, we just talked about all the games happening today on your Saturday slate. But on Monday, January 1st, we've got five more bowl games. And let's get into it. The Relia Quest bowl between number 13 LSU and Wisconsin. Wisconsin is 7 and 5, LSU 9 and 3. And going into this one, LSU is a 10-point favorite over Wisconsin. Uh, LSU has the better team overall. They have a lot of playmakers at all levels on the offensive side, the defensive side. Even with LSU missing a couple of players, I think they're going to win this game. They're a 10-point favorite. And I think that that makes sense. I'm leaning LSU over Wisconsin in this one. Wisconsin just did not impress me this year. Watched a few of their games in the Big Ten, and I did not think that they were that good. They finished 7-5, and made it to the bowl game, but I think LSU is the better team. It's an 11 o'clock kickoff on ESPN2. I'm going LSU minus 10 over Wisconsin. All right, let's get into these last few bowl games. You've got... Some uh, key matchups here on New Year's Day. You've got the Fiesta Bowl at noon on ESPN. Usually I think of the Fiesta Bowl as more of a late afternoon primetime game, but this year the Fiesta Bowl is at noon on ESPN. 
and it's between Liberty and Oregon. Who knew Liberty would go 13-0 this year, make it into a New Year's Six Bowl game. Meanwhile, Oregon, their only two losses on the season were to their arch-rival Washington. Both games that happened at Washington, missing a uh, last-second field goal to lose that game. And then in the Pac-12 championship, they were just outmatched as well. So Oregon, 11-2 on the season with their only two losses to number 2 Washington, who is in the college football playoff. So here we go. Oregon and Liberty, what's going to happen in this game? I mean, Liberty, it seems like, has a little bit of an edge there. Despite Oregon being from the bigger conference, you look at Liberty, they're 13-0. They have what it takes to pull off the upset over Oregon, but Oregon's a 17-point favorite. I don't think that Liberty can make up that much of a spread. Can they? Can they? I don't know. I want to pick Liberty. I want them to beat the spread there, but Oregon just has too much speed, too much power, and even if they have some opt-outs, Oregon's still going to win this one and win this one big. I have a feeling they're going to be upset that they didn't beat Washington in that Pac-12 to get into the college football playoff. They're going to go out there hungry, angry, and they're going to take it out on Liberty. Give me Oregon minus 17 and a huge spread on New Year's Day in the Fiesta Bowl. All right, the Citrus Bowl. Here we go, the Citrus Bowl with Iowa and Tennessee, number 17, Iowa, number 21, Tennessee. Let's see what the spread is there. It looks like right now we've got Tennessee, the six-point favorites over Iowa, Iowa 10-3 and on the season. They couldn't score a point in their last game against Michigan. They lost 26-0. to uh, Take the under in this one. The under is 35.5 points. No Iowa team scores that many points. Their last five games, they have not gone over 30 points on the spread. So take under 35 and a half. I'd still take Tennessee minus six because Tennessee's the better team. They're eight and four. They beat uh, their their last two losses were to Georgia, who's ranked in the top 10, and Mizzou, who's ranked in the top 10. Other than that, they're beating teams left and right. So. I'm going Tennessee minus six. I do think that they beat Iowa. I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game, and you want to take the under 35.5 points in this game because it's an Iowa game. They're going to be they're going to be fighting hard. They're going to try to win this game, but they just don't have what it takes on offense. So it's going to be Tennessee winning by a touchdown or maybe 10 points, somewhere in that range, but Iowa keeps it low-scoring. Maybe it's going to be like a 20-10 to 10 type of game, maybe 17-13, to 13, something like that. But give me Tennessee minus six. All right, here we are. It's prime time. It's when uh, you get into the college football playoff, the final two games of the day on New Year's Day. Number four, Alabama. Number one, Michigan. This one in the Rose Bowl. Four o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Michigan, a two-point favorite over Alabama. Alabama 12-1 and on the season. Michigan 13-0. and And both of these teams, good season, solid seasons, There's some controversy surrounding Michigan with what's been going on off the field and all that. Alabama loses at home to Texas, another college football playoff team. So that's their only loss. Makes sense why they were able to get in. I'm still a little bit flustered and frustrated that Florida State didn't get in over Alabama. Because of that, 
I'm taking Michigan minus two in this one. They're the two-point favorites for a reason. They have an excellent defense. They have an excellent offense. And if Texas can beat Alabama, I think Michigan can beat Alabama as well. So give me Michigan over Alabama in the first college football playoff matchup in the Rose Bowl. Plus, it's the Rose Bowl. When you think Rose Bowl, you don't think Alabama. You think Michigan. You think Big Ten. You think Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you want to call it. And with the Pac-12 uh, not being there after this year, I'm I'm leaning a little nostalgia on this one. I'm taking Michigan over Alabama in the Rose Bowl, minus two. That's a 4 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Rose Bowl between Alabama and Michigan should be a fantastic game. Last game of the day, here we go. Texas, number three in the nation against number two, Washington, in the All-State Sugar Bowl college football semifinal Game number two, 745 kickoff on ESPN. Texas, a four-point favorite over Washington. Texas 12-1 and on the season. Like I said earlier, they beat Alabama at Alabama, probably the best win of any team on the season. However, they did slip up. Texas did have a slip up on the season against their arch rival, Oklahoma. They lost the Red River rivalry on a last-minute touchdown by Oklahoma, 34-30. So they do have a blemish on their schedule. Meanwhile, Washington comes into it 13-0, had a couple big wins over Oregon late in the season, and they've been tested. They had to beat some good teams, Washington State, USC. Uh, name, Keep going down the list of good Pac-12 teams, uh, UCLA, Utah, Arizona. There's a lot of good teams in the Pac-12 this year, and Washington Kind of surprised everybody by going undefeated. They had a great game plan all year long, and they're a four-point underdog to Texas. I don't think so. I'm taking Washington not only to cover the four points, but to beat Texas. It's going to be Michigan and Washington in the college football playoff championship game next week, in my estimation, my prediction. At least go Washington plus four if you're going to bet on them against the spread. That's it for me today. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it as always. College football playoff is here. Can't wait to watch these games. Enjoy it. Have a happy and safe New Year's Eve. And I'll talk to you guys next year here on the College Pick'em Program. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.